The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And welcome back in. The Raiders have taken the field. Following the playing of the National Anthem, we'll set them up uh, defensively for you for Middle Tennessee. It will be Gabe Jennings at third base. Around the infield, Brett Coker at shortstop. J.T. Mabry will be at second base, and it will be D.J. Wright over at first. In left field, Jackson Galloway. In center field, Luke Benson. And in right field, it will be Gino Evros. Behind the plate, Briggs Rudder. And on the mound will be the freshman right-hander, Bryant Baranek. Bryant Baranek will be making his eighth appearance, fourth start. He's thrown 21 in the third innings, giving up 15 runs, 12 of them earned on 21 hits, 10 walks, 17 strikeouts. Uh, he's got a 5.06 ERA, a one-in-one record with one save. He's uh, been a go-to guy from the bullpen and as a starter, Dick. Yes. Uh, and his mom and daddy are sitting right down there in front of us. I guess that's them with Brian Baranek's sweatshirts on. I think I misspoke. I, I said he came in late in the game Tuesday. He did not. Uh, he did come in late in the game on uh, Sunday against Florida Atlantic, went one and two-thirds innings, gave up no runs on two hits. We had so many freshman pitchers come in uh-huh. in that Alabama game. I was thinking he was one of them, but he was not. So he is uh, he is fresh uh, uh, from uh, – the road trip, the Raiders in their white uniforms for the first time in a while, trimmed in royal blue, blue lettering, and they've got the camo caps on, and Florida Atlantic is in gold and black, and the first pitch of the game is swung on, hit in the air to left field. Galloway makes a long run. It's a foul ball, and it's going to be out of play, and we're underway at, uh, I'm looking at 4.04. That's what I had on my the clock on my wall. So it's a one-strike count on the leadoff hitter. Mike Rosario. He is a senior and a left-handed batter and hits this one the other way, and that is strike two, another foul ball down the left side. Brannick's first three appearances this uh, season were starts, and then he's uh, gone now four times from the bullpen before getting another start. Uh, He's gone five innings in two of those uh, three starts. Rosario fouls another pitch off. Count remains 0-2 to the Florida International leadoff man. And there's a ball hit into the wind in right field. That one is hit deep, and I don't think the park's going to hold it. It, uh, That wind, Dick, is blowing out at 20 miles an hour straight out of the south, uh, which we know happens in April. Well, April starts tomorrow, and... So Rosario leads off with a home run to right center. Cleared the fence just to the left of the big scoreboard in right center field. And Florida International off to a quick one to nothing lead here in the first inning. Rosario is their team leader in home runs. He was leading with five, now he's got six. Carpio, the left fielder, stands in, takes a strike called, nothing and one. And Baranek comes back, pitches grounded foul off his foot. First baseman fielded it, but that was a foul ball. And the count is 0-2. 
Uh, that's what Brannick is going to need. Not uh, necessarily foul balls off people's feet, but uh, ground balls. Uh, there's going to be a real premium to be able to get the keep the baseball load today. Pitches high and outside for ball one. We were playing in a in a stiff breeze in Huntsville on Tuesday night, John, and misplayed a couple of infield fly balls, but uh, the breeze was not as, as strong as it is today. The bouncing ball to Mabry at second base fills it chest high over to first in time. Carpio is out number one here in the first inning. Well, week before last, uh, weekend before last, when we had Western Kentucky, and we had a strong uh, wind all weekend, but it was blowing in, and we still saw some uh, ad- adventures. Is that a good way to put it? Adventures in the outfield? This is Dante Girardi, second baseman. He is a junior at FIU and takes the pitch high and inside for ball one. When we uh, broadcast down there last year, of course, we found out his dad was was the uh, was Joe Girardi, the former Yankee catcher. There's a pitch foul up, and the wind's going to play a part in this, and Rudder can't get it, and the wind just blew that ball out of his out of his range and he made a dive at the last second to try and catch it uh, that was a ball that uh, started out to be uh, I thought it was going to get out of play Dick I thought it was going to get out of play and it did not stayed in play and then it kept blowing out towards first base counts one and one this one's hit high in the air into left center everybody coming on Galloway makes a running catch wow he cut right in front of Benson, the center fielder, who was there to back up. But this is this is going to be tricky for both teams today, John. Oh, listen, look at that wind, Dick. That's not 20 miles an hour, the way that flag's blowing. So two outs after the leadoff home run by Rosario. The batter is Sanchez, the cleanup hitter. He is a left-handed batter. Takes a strike, nothing in one. You know, I guess in a way, uh, this ballpark is a little like Wrigley Field. Uh, when the wind is blowing out, anything can happen. Next pitch is a little bit high. The Raiders shift on him now with three infielders to the right of second base. Mabry just a couple of steps out on the outfield grass, and Coker a few steps to the right of uh, second base as we look at it here from the press box. There's ball two to Sanchez, two and one. Alex Sanchez hitting 314. He has four home runs. Takes the pitch outside for ball three. Don't you know he was salivating when he saw that uh, that ball come off of Rosario's bat? Just one infielder to the left side. That's Jennings, the third baseman. And ball four just wow. missed. From up here, looked like a pretty good pitch. Well, you know, several of those that uh, were called balls uh, looked like pretty good pitches. Sanchez on at first with two outs. The batter is Ryan Guida. He's the designated hitter. He bats from the right side. Looked to me like uh, Brian Brannick was getting squeezed a little bit. 
Baranek checks the runner, and the ball hit in the air to center field. Vincent moving over into right center. That one was not hit too high, and Vincent able to play it and take it for out number three. So that is all in the top of the first inning. But the Panthers come up with the game's first run, a leadoff home run by Mike Rosario. One run, one hit. One man left. We go to the bottom of the first, FIU 1. Middle Tennessee coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee, or along the Gulf Coast, a second home, or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process. 615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. And we go to the bottom of the first inning. Raiders will have Mabry, Coker, and Jeremiah Boyd in to face the left-hander, Ryan Kabarkas. Kabarkas making his eighth appearance. He's started all of them. He's thrown 27 in the third innings. He's given up 22 runs. 22 runs, 18 of them earned on 30 hits, 10 walks, a lot of strikeouts, 40 strikeouts. So that's, what, one and a half strikeouts an inning. 593 ERA, an 0-2 record with no saves, of course, since he's a starter. 5'10", 166, not a big guy. And the left-hander delivers to Mabry, and it's a strike called on the outside corner. Nothing in one. Kabarkas was one of their starters a year ago, made eight starts last season. Mabry hits this one to right. It's going to curve foul or will it? Did it hit the Did it hit the foul pole? It uh, It is a home run, Dick. It hit the foul pole. That's another case where you get it up in the air and it's going to be crazy. Each team with a leadoff home run in the first inning and when Mabry touches home plate which he just did we will be tied at one run apiece that ball thought you know you it started out looking like a regular fly ball and it just kept carrying and it kept drifting and if it didn't hit the foul pole it got in just barely uh, on the uh, fair side of the foul pole JT Mabry's second home run of the season it's one-to-one now, and Brett Coker is the batter. Here's a pitch from Kabarkas. It swung on and missed, strike one. Well, they didn't have that lead long, did they? No. <laughs> pitch comes inside to Coker, and it's one ball, one strike. Coker's working on a 19-game on-base streak. Swung on, hit in the air into right center field. 
Everybody looking up, and that ball is gone. <laughs> what did we say about that wind? Brett Coker got it up into the breeze in right center field, and a solo home run and back-to-back home runs for Mabry and Coker here in the first inning. That's Coker's third of the season. And that was another one that uh, just got up in the wind and kept carrying. It's Brett's first home run since the uh, opening, uh, weekend. opening weekend in Carolina. So it's two to one Raiders. Here's Jeremiah Boyd. He had a three-run homer Tuesday night against Alabama. Pitch to the plate, misses inside. Ball two. That was in on his hands. Jeremiah likes to go opposite field. Swings, hits this one to right field, down the line. That's a uh, foul ball. Foul ball just by inches. Uh, maybe a 18 of them. Not much more. Count will be two and one. So FIU started the game with a solo home run. The Raiders have gone one better. There's a ball sliced to right field, but he hit it right at the right fielder, Rosario, who makes the catch for out number one. Oh, a line drive is not going to get up in the wind. A line drive is not going to get out of here. And Jeremiah is a line drive hitter. One out here in the first inning. Two to one. Raiders lead it. And Briggs Rudder, the batter. Blue Raider catcher, working on a four-game hitting streak. Takes an off-speed pitch for strike one. I see a couple of umbrellas up, John. Is it uh, precipitating any out there? Uh, I don't think they're uh, up to keep the sun off, so it must be. There's ball one to Rudder, one and one. Kabarkas, a fast worker, delivers, and it's taken just a bit low. Four ball two. Two balls and a strike to the Raider catcher. If it is, it's not doing it hard enough to. Ground ball to third. Third baseman backed up and he had to skip off his glove and roll into left field. We'll get a scoring on that as third baseman Wallen took a step back and that ball took a high hop and kicked off his glove, went into left field. And they've called that an error. So that'll be an E5. So Rudder's on at first base. And the batter is Jackson Galloway. Yeah, it's trying to lighten up uh, out to the, uh, the southwest. Galloway takes a strike. Nothing in one. Jackson hitting 279. Given the location of these uh, umbrellas, it looks like it might be a scattered shower. Pitch comes inside, one and one to Galloway. In the last uh, 12, 13 games, John, he's raised his batting average from 125 to where it is now, 279. Yeah, he just struggled hard early. Ball gets away from the catcher. That's going to send Rudder down to second base. That'll be a wild pitch in the dirt. And you could watch him, uh, you, you, you looked at him early, and you say, this kid is having trouble finding his stroke. And then he started hitting the ball hard, but right at people, and then all of a sudden those things started dropping, and he's, he's just been on fire ever since. Swing and a miss. 
Went after a high, fast one. Two balls and two strikes. The count to Galloway. Rudder is on, is at second base now with one out, and the pitch is swung on a miss, strike three. Got him on a breaking ball down and in. That is out number two. And with two down, D.J. Wright will be the batter. D.J. comes in just a shade under 300. He's at 297. Five home runs, 20 driven in. Kabarkas, the left-hander with the pitch. It is swung on, and I thought he foul-tipped it, but it got away from the catcher and went back to the backstop. That's got to be a pass ball. And Rudder advances to third. Yeah, that was not in the dirt. So now we have a runner in scoring position at third with two outs. And a count of one strike on D.J. Wright. Now we need a two-out hit. Pitch comes in low for ball one. Wright swung at that first pitch, and it looked like a pretty good pitch, and he... And the catcher just didn't catch it. There's a little looper, and it's going to be a one-hopper to the shortstop. He'll make the play to first just in time to get right. And that will end the inning. That play goes short to first for the third out. Two runs, two hits. There was one error and one man left. We have completed one full inning. Middle Tennessee 2, Florida International 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. And we go to the second inning. Raiders leading by a score of two to one. Had three hits in this ball game. All three of them solo home runs. The umbrellas uh, beginning to come down now. We don't know the name of everybody in the ballpark, but we do know the Baratics are here because they're sitting right down. A few rows in front of us with jersey number 24 with their son's name on the back of it. There is a first pitch from Baranek, and it's in for a strike to Figueroa, the first baseman. That does tend to be a clue. We also know that Miss Hannah is here because we have cookies. Pitch comes inside, and it's one ball, one strike to Adrian Figueroa. And it looks to me like we have one, two, three, four fans 
from Florida Atlantic. Pitchers outside, ball two, two and one. The sun is trying to come out. Enough to cast a shadow now. The two-one pitch misses outside, ball three. Figueroa was their regular first baseman a year ago. He comes in hitting 310. Swung on and hits this one in the air to left field. Third baseman going Jack Jennings, and he was able to spear that uh, with a nice catch over his shoulder. So that is out number one. And uh, that was a, a tough chance because as he went back, you know, you're, the, the ball, because the wind was blowing, he was going, he was go, over his shoulder, yeah, <laughs> and turned around. Here's Wallen. He fouls the first pitch over in front of the Raider dugout, strike one. But I don't, I don't think that, uh, that Jackson Galloway could have uh, gotten to that baseball. One strike pitch from Baranek misses high for ball one. Henry Wallen, the third baseman, comes in at 270 with a pair of home runs. And Baranek's pitch popped up, foul back out of play, out of the ballpark. Well, that was off to the, off to the left. I was a little bit surprised it didn't blow back in, Dick. Now the Raiders shift with a one-two count, and they'll put. Jennings over there to the right of second base. Coker remains at shortstop. And strike called, and that is all for Wallen. He is called out on strikes. Got him on a changeup. First strikeout for Baranek. And with two outs, the batter is Brendan Roney. He is the catcher, sophomore. Baranek, first pitch, missed the knees, ball one. Out of Key West, he is a transfer from Virginia Commonwealth. Uh, Came over with the coach, I suspect. There's a strike on the inside corner, one and one. There are two players, or actually three players from VCU who transferred to FIU, when their coach made the move, the pitch to the plate, Ronnie takes it outside, ball two, two and one. Players, of course, can transfer now without having to sit out a year. Here's the 2-1 pitch, grounded to the left side, backhanded by Coker, and a long throw to first is in time, and that was an outstanding play. Boy, it sure was, Dick. Brett Coker went deep in the hole, and he didn't have a lot on the throw going to first, but it was accurate. On the on the money. So that is all in the second. Panthers down in order. No runs, no hits, and nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. Middle Tennessee 2, FIU 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. 
Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we go to the bottom of the second inning. Raiders leading two to one. We'll have Gabe Jennings to lead it off. It's the bottom three of the order: Jennings, Avros, and Luke Benson against the left-hander Ryan Kabarkas. Uh, Jennings has so far this season struggled against uh, left-handed pitching, just hitting 172, 5 for 29 against left-handers. Pitches low, ball one. Jennings leads the team and runs batted in, has 23 of them. Hits this one high in the air to right center. Let's see what's going to happen here. The center fielder's over, reaches up and stabs it with one hand near the warning track in right center. He was on the warning track, and uh, he didn't have but maybe one more step that he could take to the wall. That almost carried. So Gabe got it up in the breeze, gave it a long ride, but caught by the center fielder Sanchez. Here's Gino Avros. Takes the pitch in for a strike, nothing and one. Gino didn't have much luck down at FAU. He was only one out of 13, started all three games in that series. Pitch comes in low, one and one. Hitting 306 on the year. He's a grad transfer from Austin P. That's a letter high strike. We saw him more than a few times, didn't we, Dick? Yes, we did. <laughs> one and two. And the pitch to the plate is high for ball two. We're not playing Austin Peay this year. Did you notice that? I did. And, uh, you know, our, our, our the, the records in our media guide only go back to 1974. There's strike three call, and he knew it took it, took a little bit off the pitch and fooled him. But I suspect we had been playing at least once a year since Austin Peay started, what, the 20s? Yeah, Tony Kessinger could probably tell us. <laughs> no, he doesn't go back quite that far. No, but Tony expect, doesn't go back that I far. I we played them in uh, in his era, though. Uh, when oh, yeah, absolutely. First pitch to Vincent, in for a strike, nothing in one. Well, to that, was, that would have been the OVC days. Next pitch in the dirt outside, one and one. I would suspect that we'd been playing them since 19. 19- 30-ish. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Low it outside for ball two. Luke Benson, left-handed hitter. The only left-handed hitter in the lineup for the Raiders. Hitting 288. 
And Kabarka's pitch is hit to third. Third baseman charges, guns it over to first in time, and that is a one, two, three second inning. So both pitchers gave up long balls in the first inning and then retire the side one, two, three in the second inning. We've completed two full innings of play. Middle Tennessee two, FIU one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit willfraleylaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the third inning for FIU, their number nine hitter, Roland Quigredo. The shortstop will lead it off, and then we'll go back to the top of the order. First pitch is a strike call from Brian Beretic. Nothing in one. After giving up that leadoff home run in the first inning, Baranek's uh, been pretty tough. I think so. Strike two is called. Had that uh, that walk in the first with two outs. Pitched around it and retired all three in the top of the second. Right-hander ready, and the 0-2 pitch is on the way. It is just outside mm. the ball one. He is just not getting that uh, call on the outside corner with left-handed hitters. One ball, two strikes. Pitch to the plate is high. Quevedo is a freshman, and this is only his fifth game of the season. Uh, he has started the previous four. So we were we don't get a lot of uh, information from FIU. So we were speculating that perhaps uh, whoever was playing shortstop might be injured, and Quevedo has been thrown into the fire as a freshman. Two balls, two strikes, the count, and Baranek's pitch is just outside ball three. He's not missing by much. Mm-mm. Right there. Except for that uh, that one high pitch, he's been right there on the plate or close to it. Swing and a foul. Count will hold at three and two to Quevedo. Quevedo is a native of Miami. Played high school ball at Miami Christian School, 5'9", 160, and as we mentioned, a freshman. And we'll take ball four and take his base. So he is at first with nobody out. Here's Rosario 
Well, he's going to have to wait a minute because Jerry Myers is on the way to the mound to talk to his young pitcher. He may rewrite him of Rosario's first plate appearance, which resulted in a home run with a two-strike count. Raiders do have the bullpen going early. Yeah, that's uh, Justin Lee. It just started throwing. He's not even throwing the from the top of the mound quite yet. Just a brief visit from the Blue Raider head coach slash pitching coach, Jerry Myers. So Rosario steps in with a rudder at first and nobody out. And Baratic's pitch to him is edit the letters for strike one. Rosario led off the game with a home run to right center field just to the left of the scoreboard. Rosario lines it into right field for a base hit. Uh, that's going to be at least two. And played out there by Avros gets it back in, and runners will be at second and third. Avros was playing way over into right yeah. center. He had a long way to go to get that ball. Yeah, that ball was... Um, Definitely uh, more towards the line than it was towards right center. So now second and third with no outs. The Raiders will play the infield back this early in the game as Carpio, another left-handed hitter, stands in. They have six left-handed hitters in their lineup. Pitches an off-speed strike. Carpio wanted nothing to do with that pitch. Nothing had won the count. Right-handed, though, in the Raider bullpen. And the pitch. Missed outside. Ball one. One and one. Raiders leading two to one. We're in the top of the third inning at Reese Smith Field. Glad to have you along wherever you might be listening. Hope your weather is better than what we have here. <laughs> Although right now we can't complain because we're playing ball. And it's not raining. Pitch is swung on and missed. The count will go to one and two on Carpio. I think he might have gotten a little piece of that baseball. Baranek gets a new ball from the plate umpire. Runners at second and third and nobody out here in Top of the third, the pitch is swung on and tapped into the hole. No play at the plate. Coker's throw to first is just in time to nip Carpio, who will get credit for a run batted in. He will ground out short to first, and we've got a tie ball game. It's two to two now. Second baseman number one, Dante Girardi. Runner on second, went to third. That's Rosario. He's at third base with two outs. Could use a strikeout here. Uh, one out, rather. I think I said two. One out. Here's uh, Girardi. And takes ball one from Baranek. Girardi flied to left field in the first inning. Right-hander delivers. Hit in the air to right field. Avros going back. 
on the track. He's under it. He makes the catch. The runner tags. The throw will come in, and no way they were going to throw that runner out at the plate. Rosario scores after the catch. That's a sacrifice fly. We're lucky that wasn't a two-run homer. That ball was another one of those that uh, didn't look like it was hit that hard off the bat, but just kept carrying and carrying. So now it is a three to two FIU lead with two outs and the base is empty. Sanchez, the batter, takes a strike call. He drew a walk in the first inning. Two runs in the inning on a walk, a double, a ground out, and a sacrifice fly. Which is outside, one and one. Erratic breaking ball misses outside. Count goes to two and one on Sanchez. Outfield swung over to the right for this left-handed hitter and deep. A swing and a miss. He had a home run cut. <laughs> Came up empty. Two and two. Well, that one would have been hard to get up in the air because Baranek did a good job of keeping that ball low. Tried to golf it out of here, but that's awfully hard to make contact with that way. Here's the 2-2 pitch, and it misses outside. Ball three, and the count goes full to Sanchez, three and two. They're just not having a whole lot of success with that outside pitch to left-handers, are they? Swing and a ground ball. Mabry has it, edge of the outfield grass, over to D.J. Wright for out number three. So that's all in the third. But the Panthers come up with a pair of runs on only one hit, the double by Rosario, and nobody left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the third inning. It's FIU three and Middle Tennessee two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. And we go to the bottom half of inning number three. The Raiders trailing now, three to two. We'll have the top of the batting order up. JT Mabry, who was our guest on the pregame show, with a home run 
It either hit the foul pole or was just inside the foul pole down the right field line as the leadoff batter in the first inning. Takes a strike call. That was his second of the season. Pitch comes inside and misses for ball one. Left-hander Ryan Kabakas delivers a ground ball in the hole. Base hit left field. Past the diving third baseman. And Mabry with his second hit of the game. Well, I tell you, that uh, that ball that uh, he hit in the first inning, that, the home run, that's, I guess, uh, about as opposite field as you can get. But now he reversed form, goes to left field. Let's see if they're going to run some against this left-hander. Batters Coker, who followed Mabry with a home run a little bit deeper into right center in the first inning, back-to-back. Kabarkas with the pitch, and Coker slams it down the left field line foul. A bouncer. That is strike one. Coker's home run was his third of the season. Check of the runner, throw to first. Mabry back. FIU infield, double play depth at second and short. Hit him. Hit him. Coker just brushed on the left sleeve, and he got hit that way Tuesday night against uh, Alabama. So runners are at first and second now, and the batter is Jeremiah Boyd. Well, that's the 11th time that uh, Coker has been hit this season, Dick, which is. Uh, I'm sure that's high on the team. That is high on the team. In fact, you can take any two uh, and not uh, have as many. I'm not sure that's a lead that I would, statistic that I would necessarily want to have the team lead in. Jeremiah Boyd takes strike one, batting with runners at first and second. We're in the bottom of the third inning, and off-speed pitch stays upstairs. One ball, one strike. Well, we know he's got opposite field uh, power, even with the wind blowing in. Just like to see him get one up in the air out into right center and see how far it goes. And a pitch. Fouled away and out of play. Well, he got one up in the air in Alabama. Tuesday night, and it went a fur piece, John. Three-run homer. Gave the Raiders a brief lead in the fourth inning. One and two now. Hit it up the middle. That's a base hit. Here comes Mabry, rounding third. They're going to wave him, and the Raiders have tied it up here in the third inning on a Jeremiah Boyd single right over second base. Dick, he is just so much fun to watch as a hitter. Doesn't, uh, has pretty good plate uh, discipline. Every once in a while he strikes out. He doesn't mind accepting the walk, but uh, he's uh, he's got some pop in that bat. So Mabry scores. Coker stops at second. It's three to three, and the batter is Brian Rudder. Safe on an error in the first inning. 
And nobody out. Blowing inside, ball one. Left-hander comes set, and Rutter takes it high and outside, ball two. Two and oh. Coker at second, Boyd at first. And as John said, still no outs in the inning. A swing and a tap foul, rolls down toward the third base box, and I think that is uh, Coach Nichols coaching third. I think you're right. And he made the play on that. <laughs> I think Coach Steen had been coaching third for most of the games. He may be out recruiting today, though. He's, uh, he's the recruiting coordinator, and he says he hates to miss games, but he's got to go out and look at these yeah. high school kids play and uh, see if they're See if there are any prospects out there, so I'm sure that's what he's doing. Two balls on a strike. Rudder wakes and takes it high, ball three. Three and one. This game tied 3-3, we're in the bottom of the third. The lefty with the pitch. And Rudder hits it foul off to the right over the Clubhouse and out of play. Three and two. Gonna start the runners here, John. I would. Three two pitch. They're not going, and the pitch is low and inside. Ball four. They're going now. That's a free pass to Briggs Rudder, and the bases are loaded with nobody out. And we'll have a visit to the mound coming here before Jackson Galloway steps up to the plate. Uh, there's no one throwing down in the uh, FIU bullpen. There are a lot of guys that uh, look like they're starting their stretching, doing their stretching exercises just in case. There's a guy looking for his glove. No, he's uh, looking. Yeah, he pulled a glove out, and I said, no, it's not a glove. But then I saw because it was blue. It is a light blue glove. But he is getting ready to start throwing. What you got there, Dick? Well, Florida Atlantic uh, started. I was looking at their schedule. They started the season at home against George Mason and lost two out of three in that opening series. And they have played the majority of their games at home because a lot of teams from up north and the Midwest like to come south. Oh, absolutely. Early in the season and play. Galloway swings and misses at the first pitch, strike one. And they've been doing that for decades and decades. Jackson Galloway struck out in the first inning. Trying to put it in play here and get something on the board. The pitch inside. One ball, one strike. I remember back in the 60s, those northern teams would come to Memphis to play six games. And they'd uh, play Southwestern twice because they knew they could pick up win two wins. <laughs> and they'd play Christian Brothers because they knew they could split. The pitch swung on, fouled out of play. And then they would play Memphis State, knowing that it was probable that they were going to lose two. 
and so they could come to Memphis and leave with six games played and have a chance to win some of them and and, and leave Memphis three and three. One ball, two strikes. The pitch taken low. The count to Galloway goes to two and two. In his last four games, Jackson is seven out of 17, and he's been bringing that batting average up little by little. Bases loaded here with nobody out. Bottom of the third. Left-hander with the pitch. Drilled foul, (laughs) and it caroms off the front of the dugout. That's good. That's what that netting side and that's what that netting is for, right? Went all the way out to the third baseman. That's how hard it was hit. Yeah, he got out in front of that a little bit. Two balls, two strikes. And the pitch, Galloway hits it to the left side. Base hit over the third baseman's head. One run will score. They'll hold him with the bases loaded with nobody out. We'll give somebody else a chance to drive in a run as Galloway gets his seventh RBI of the season. That was a bouncer. Well, you thought off the bat that the third baseman had a play on it, but uh, that last bounce it took in the infield was very high, probably uh, six, eight feet over his head. So So the Raiders take a 4-3 lead. Bases still loaded, no outs for D.J. Wright. And Kabarkas with the pitch, high ball one. The young man with the blue glove is just, he's not throwing. He's just kind of still doing his loosening exercises. Pitch comes inside, ball two, two and oh to right. Got Boyd at third, Rudder at second. Galloway, who drove in the run, is at first. And the Raiders leading 4-3 in the third. DJ pops it up. And that is a foul ball that hit in front of us in the grandstand. Off to the side of us, off to the right of us. Two balls and a strike. I heard it, but I never saw it. Here's the pitch, high ball three. So now Kabarkas has got to come in with a pitch or force in a run. The bases are loaded and the count is three and one. He came in with the pitch and DJ fouled it into the grandstand. That's a Zaxby's foul ball. Justin Lee still throwing in the Raider bullpen. Count goes full now, three and two to DJ Wright. And the payoff pitch is swung on, hit in the air to right field. The runner tags at third, the catch is made. Coming in from third will be Jeremiah Boyd. He will score. The runner at second goes to third. The runner at first had to stay put as that throw came into second base. And the Raiders go up five to three. It's an RBI sacrifice fly by D.J. Wright. So Boyd comes in to score. First and third, still just one out. Rudder at third, Galloway first. Here's Gabe Jennings. Five to three, the Raiders leading here in the third inning. Throw to first and the runner back. 
So, Dick, uh, do you think about running uh, Galloway out there, stay out of the double play? Keep yes. The, keep yes. that big inning going? I would say yes to that. And the pitch is swung on and popped up into the infield. The first baseman stumbled over the runner, but the second baseman was able to get there and make the catch. That was Girardi. Well, it's a good thing they didn't start the runner then because that would have been a double play. Shows you all what I know about baseball. No, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think that's the right play, though. So two outs, first and third. Here's Gino Evros. And if uh, if you run into the double play, then you run into the double play. But it's I don't think there's anything with the with wrong with the call. Throw to first and a runner back. Left-hander ready to work, and again throws to first. Pretty good lead over there. 330 feet down each line here at Bree Smith Field. 395 to dead center and 365 to the power alleys in left and right center. Gino taps one to the third base side, and they're going to let it roll foul. Third baseman had a decision to make whether to try and grab that ball before it went foul, and with it being a slow roller, he decided to uh, let it roll, and uh, it did roll foul. That 365 to right center in the power alley is playing more like 345 today. One strike to Avros. Throw to first again. I don't guess we are using the major league rule on pickoff throws. Apparently not. Uh, they are using a, a pitch clock, I understand. Uh, which the third base umpire is keeping. Pitch is high, runner goes, throw is high to second base, and Galloway's in there with a stolen base. The count will go one and one to Gino Evros. So that takes away the easy force play at second base. And you've got two runners in scoring position now. Base hit probably scores them both. The pitch to the plate. Just missed. Looked like a pretty uh. good pitch from up here. We'll take it, though. Yeah. Two balls on a strike. And Gino fouls this one out of play to the left. Two and two. That one rolled out into left field, <laughs> and the shortstop's going to have to go get it. Yeah. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, two on, and the Raiders leading by two. Deuce is wild. Five to three, the score. The 2-2 pitch is taken high for ball three. Luke Benson waiting to hit next. And the payoff pitch inside ball four. They walked him. The Raiders have loaded the bases with two outs. That's the second walk of the inning. 
And Benson's the ninth hitter of the inning. So Benson and the Raiders have batted around here in the third inning. Pitch to Luke. Swung on, hit in the air. And it's in the infield. Third baseman coming in, Hundred, and he will take it. And that is going to be it for inning number three. But the Raiders come up with three runs in the inning on one, two, three, three runs, three hits. There were no errors, and they leave the bases loaded. So after three innings of play, Middle Tennessee, five runs, five hits, no errors. FIU, three runs, two hits, one error. Raiders leading five to three as we go to the fourth inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. Here we go to the fourth inning. The Raiders with a three-run third have taken a five-to-three lead, and we've got a new pitcher on. Sure do, Dick. This is Justin Lee coming on for the Raiders. He's making his tenth appearance, all but one of them in relief. Thrown 21 in the third innings. Giving up uh, 17 runs, only eight of them earned, though, on 22 hits, six walks, 11 strikeouts, 3.38 uh, ERA, a 2 and 1 record with one save. Brian Brannick goes, uh, the starter goes three innings, gives up three runs, all earned on two hits, two walks, and a strikeout. So we've got another freshman pitcher out there, Justin Lee. 6-2, 205 out of Mount Juliet. Went to two innings on Sunday against Florida Atlantic. Gave up one run and one hit. But he hit three batsmen in that inning. And he will face Guida, the DH, a right-handed batter leading off here in the fourth for FIU. And the first pitch is high for ball one. Raiders with a three-run third, take a five-to-three lead. So we start the fourth inning. The ball hit in the air to center field. Vincent moving over into right center. He's got the range on that one and makes the grab for out number one. One out here in the fourth. The batter is the first baseman, Figueroa. That wind had uh, calmed down for a while, but it looks like it's picking back up, Dick. Yes, it is. That uh, 
flagpole in center field. The flag is whipping around. Strike call to Figueroa. Big, tall, left-handed hitter. Not a necessarily a power hitter. Swing and a miss. Well, he's got a loop in his swing. I can, uh, I can see why he might not be a power hitter. That loop. Three home runs in three seasons at uh, FIU yeah. and none this year. The pitch, and it's outside for ball one. The Raiders shifted on him after the strike two pitch. So they've got Jennings playing over to the right of second base. Coker remains out there at the shortstop position, and there's no third baseman. And now Mabry backing up on the grass in right field. One-two pitch is swung on and tapped. his foot. <laughs> foul, yeah, that didn't feel very good. Count will hold it one and two. You know, when you... You look at your hitter, you're in the batter's box, you're looking at that shift. Don't you try to make some adjustments to go the other way? Well, they talked about that in the big leagues for years. Mm -hmm. There's a swing and a miss. Well, you don't need to, you don't even need the switch if you can, or the, the, the shift if you can get that strikeout. So, two up, two down in the fourth. Figueroa strikes out swinging. And the batter is the third baseman, Henry Wallen. Another left-handed hitter. He was called out on strikes in the second inning. Takes a cut at that first pitch. Comes up empty. One strike to count. Justin Lee. Winds and fires and a ground ball to second. Mabry on the short hop. Over to first in time. It's a quick one, two, three, fourth inning for Justin Lee and the Raiders. Three up, three down, nothing across. We will go to the bottom of the fourth. Middle Tennessee five, FIU three on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Before we start the fourth inning, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. News Radio, WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. 
JT Mabry leads off the fourth. And, John, you know what inning this is? This is the Wendy's inning, Dick. The Raiders get a hit in this inning. You've got a chance to win a free cheeseburger from Wendy's. Mabry takes the pitch for ball one. And I tell you what, Mabry has won a lot, a lot of cheeseburgers this season. Pitch is inside, ball two. He's the guy I think I'd want up there if I had a cheeseburger on the line. The pitch inside, ball three. But it doesn't count if they walk him, does it? No. Here's the 3-0, and it's a strike call, 3-1. The Raiders had six hits in the fourth inning against Alabama the other night and finished the game with seven hits. Well, JT oh, Mabry a, is not going to give us a hit because he just walked on that 3-1 count. Mabry is at first for Brett Coker. That's the third walk allowed by Kabarkas. The starter is still in there. Raiders leading 5-3. And Coker around the bunt to pitch off the top of the catcher's mitt. And catcher... It got by him. He had to go back and pick it up, and that gave Mabry a chance to scamper down to second base. Did that look like a pass ball to you? That would be a tough call. It was very high. They'd probably call it a wild pitch then. You know, there is no such thing as a pass ball. One ball, no strikes to Coker. And the pitch to the plate is swung on and fouled straight back. He had that pitch timed just right. Just got the bat on it. Panthers do have a right-hander working in their bullpen. One ball, one strike to Coker. Mabry, the runner at second. And the pitch. Swung on, drilled into right field, a base hit. Here comes Mabry. Let's see if they'll hold him at third. They will as the throw comes back in. And there's your Wendy's cheeseburger hit by Brett Coker. A single to right field. And that'll get you a Dave's single cheeseburger at any Wendy's location. And you, uh, all you have to do is text single to, what's that number, 83200. And they will send you a... A coupon, coupon for to your a free phone, cheeseburger. And that gets a uh, visit to the mound. Let's see if that's going to bring that right-hander in. I think it's going to. I'm seeing him walk into the gate. Runners are at first and third with nobody out. And there's the signal to the bullpen. So we're going to have a pitching change here in the fourth inning. We will take a break, come back, tell you about the new pitcher after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. 
Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. New pitcher in for Florida International is Christian Santana, 6'3", 205. He is a redshirt senior from Hialeah, Florida. He's been primarily used as a starting pitcher. Uh, he's got, uh, this will be his seventh appearance, just his second in relief. He has thrown 13 in two-thirds innings, given up 17 runs, 15 of them earned on 14 hits, 13 walks, 13 strikeouts, 9.88 ERA, and 0-2 record. So Santana coming on, and you're right about uh, the starting pitcher thing. He was, in fact, he goes all the way back to 2018 Made three starts in 2019, eight starts. Redshirted in 2020, which was the COVID year. In 2021, he only made one start. And last year, he made five starts. So he's been around a while and has been used as both a starter and a reliever. So Santana, the new pitcher, will face Jeremiah Boyd with runners at the corners. And Boyd. Takes a cut at the first pitch, doesn't get it. Strike one. So numbers, we, preliminary numbers on uh, Ryan Kabarkas, uh, the starter. He goes three plus innings, gives up six hits, three walks, two strikeouts, hit a batter. At this point, he's given up, what is it, five runs? And I think they're all earned. They are. A couple of wild pitches and a hit batsman. Yeah, but he's got a couple of uh, both of that those runners at first and third belong to the starter. Oh, it swings and fouls it straight back into the screen. Strike two. Got to like our chances here. Runners at first and third. Nobody out. Even a double play ball scores a run. Fly ball. Get up. Get something to the outfield. Look how deep the left fielder is playing, Dick. He's close to the warning track. Ground ball up the middle. Shortstop stops it. It rolls off his glove into short right field, and everybody is safe. Don't you have to give him an infield hit on that? Mabry will score from third. Coker went all the way to third, and Boyd is on at first. That ball was headed up the middle, and the fact that uh, – the fact that uh, Cuevedo even got to it was fairly remarkable. So now it's a 6-3 game. Still first and third with no outs. And the batter is Rudder. Swings and foul tips the pitch. Strike one. And they did give him a hit on that. Briggs has been safe on an arrow and has walked. So we've had two hits in this Wendy's inning, but it's still just one single Dave's cheeseburger. Yes. 
Swing and a miss out in front of that pitch, and it's 0-2 to Rudder. You get a feeling that you're going to have to put six runs probably doesn't win this ball game. Out of the stretch, long pause by Santana, and the pitch swung on, hit in the air to left field, shallow left field, long run by the left fielder, and he can't get there. He was playing deep, and the run will score from third. (laughs) We had talked about how deep he was playing, and he could not have been much more than, what, two steps in front of the track? Yeah, he was almost on the track. That's a ball that normally, uh, if the left fielder is playing in a normal position as he is now. Uh, He puts that in his back pocket. So uh, both uh, of the runs left on by the pitcher Kabarka's score, you can close the book on him. The batter is Jackson Galloway. First and second, nobody out. So that'll be- And he bunts. The pitcher will pick it up and toss to first for the out there. The runners advance, and that's a sacrifice bunt for Galloway. The play will go pitch to the second baseman, covering first for out number one. Over to third is Boyd, and down to second is Rudder. And now two runners in scoring position with one out for D.J. Wright. And you've got a chance now to to break this thing wide open. Seven to three, the Raiders leading. Here is Santana's pitch. It is a strike call, nothing and one. Right-hander comes set. And the pitch to DJ just misses outside, one and one. Wright has grounded out and in the third inning had a sacrifice flies. Got a chance to do that again here. Nobody's going to accuse the, this home plate umpire of having a wide strike zone. Pitch is swung on, driven to left field. That ball is going to be caught and coming into th- score from third, Jeremiah Boyd, and it's an 8-3 to three game. So Wright took advantage of his second opportunity for a sacrifice fly. That's it's not bad. Second out. 0 for 1 with 2 RBI. So it's now an 8-3 game. Runner at second held, so runner at second, two outs for Gabe Jennings. D.J. Wright, two sacrifice flies in the game. Pitches inside, backed him away. So that is the first run charged to Santana. who came in and gave up back-to-back hits. One ball, no strikes. Jennings swings, grounds it to third. Oh, great backhand stop with the third baseman. We'll throw him out at first Wow! to end the inning. Thought that was through. So that is going to be all, but a good fourth inning for the Raiders. They pick up three more runs and one, two, three hits. And they strand one runner and get you a free cheeseburger all in all in one inning. How about that? We played four full innings. It is Middle Tennessee, eight. 
and FIU 3 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. And we go to the fifth inning with the Raiders leading eight to three. To recap, uh, since the Raiders did get uh, a hit in the fourth inning, you can text the word "single" to eight three two zero zero and receive a coupon for free Dave's single cheeseburger, and that can be redeemed at any Murfreesboro or Smyrna. Location. The catcher number 37, Brendan Roney. So in the fifth inning, it'll be Justin Lee who came in and retired the side in order in the fourth to face the catcher Roney. And the first pitch to him is outside for ball one. Roney is a right-handed batter. 268 average. He's a uh, sophomore. Lee with a pitch and misses outside again. Ball two, two and zero. Oh. James Sells down in the Raider bullpen. Last inning he was throwing like uh, they might want him to come in. Right now he's just kind of eh, throwing casually. Strike I, call I to uh, Rooney. Two and one the count. Wind still blowing out at a good pace. Fiercely. Swing and a miss. The count goes even at two and two. Raider outfield straight away for this right-handed batter. Those are not easy numbers to read, are they, Dick? On those FIU uniforms. No. Pitch comes in high, ball three. Three and two, the uniforms are solid black I guess or unless that's navy blue no they they're black and a gold trim with the gold numerals and uh, the pitch is inside ball four well the number is in black trimmed in gold yep and it is not easy to read so a leadoff walk to the catcher Roney the batter is Quavedo the shortstop he drew a walk and scored in the third inning. Justin Lee comes set. Pitch is swung on, hit up the middle, a base hit. Alvedo on the first pitch, sharp single to center. First and second, no outs. 
That's the first hit given up by Lee. And uh, Sells is uh, throwing with a little bit more earnestness now. Rosario, the leadoff batter who has homered and doubled. Will stand in with runners first and second. Takes the pitch low for ball one. Rudder lost it momentarily, found it. One ball, no strikes. Charlotte at UAB. It's got underway about 20 minutes ago. Rice at FAU getting ready to start on the half hour. Another base hit to center. As Vincent will get it in quickly, and they've quickly got the bases loaded with nobody out. Rosario has a single, a double, and a home run. That sounds like uh, cycle trouble. Bases are loaded, no outs, and Coach Myers is on his way to the mound. Raiders are leading 8-3, to three, but you hate to see a good lead like that evaporate. And it would. It could. You've got... Uh... Carpio has hit two ground balls to the infield. That would be just what the doctor ordered well, you, right now. You don't mind trading a run for a double play. Lights have been on since before the game started here. It has been overcast and, and cloudy most of, the, most of the afternoon, but the sun has tried to get through a couple of times. No sign of it right now. So here's Carpio, another left-handed hitter. He's grounded to second and grounded to short. And he swings and misses at the first pitch. No balls, one strike. How about a strikeout and then a double play? Justin Lee had a perfect one, two, three inning in the fourth. And right now, FIU's had a perfect inning. There's a ball hit down the left field line. It's a foul ball, and that was going to be out of play. Yeah, that young person picked that baseball up on the first hop. Two strikes the count. He thought about throwing it back into play, but I think he's decided to keep it. Lee ready with the 0-2 pitch. Missed outside Ooh. for ball one. One and two. Raiders leading eight to three, but FIU has loaded them up here in the fifth. Lee comes with a pitch, and it's hit to center field. That was going to get in for a hit. Benson will field it on two hops. They'll hold the bases loaded. It's 8-4. to four. That is three straight hits off Justin Lee after a leadoff walk. Roney comes in to score. We've had two leadoff walks in this ballgame, and both of, them have, uh, both of them have scored. Well, the bases remain loaded for Dante Girardi. All three of those hits have come on baseballs hit right back up the middle. 
Pitches in the dirt outside, ball one to Girardi. Eight to four the score. FIU, bases loaded, no outs. Justin Lee trying to pitch out of trouble. And a small slam to third, Jennings caught it. My goodness. What a wow. catch by Gabe Jennings, a line drive. That might have cleaned the bases had that ball gotten Dick, by. I, I was looking for that ball headed to the corner. Wow, what a catch. Okay, that one draws a star Absolutely. in this scorebook. One out, bases loaded. Gabe Jennings just saved some runs. Now double play gets you out of the inning. Here is Sanchez. He has walked and grounded out 0 for 1. Pitches inside, ball one. Comebacker would be okay here, too. How about a 1 2 3 double play? Jennings had to cross over his body, and that ball was hit between himself and the base and was ticketed for the left field corner. Pitches outside, 2 and 0. Now, I was looking for it farther down the line, and it never got there. Two balls, no strikes. The pitch to Sanchez. Mm. Ball three, and now he's in danger of walking in a run. Yeah, and he hadn't been close to the plate uh, with this hitter. Three and oh, the count. And the pitch is taken for a strike, three and one. Sanchez one step out of the batter's box. Now back in there. Lee's ready to work. Three and one. And walked him. And that will bring another run to the plate. Bases loaded walk. Quevedo scores from third. The bases remain loaded with one out. And that's going to get us a new pitcher. So we've had the call to the bullpen. We will take a break as the new pitcher will be coming in for the Raiders. Back to tell you about it right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. 
Raiders have made a pitching change here as FIU has the bases loaded with one out in the fifth inning. And uh, it's like right-hander James Sells coming in out of the pen. That's right, coming in for his team-leading 11th appearance, all in relief. He's thrown 25 in the third inning. He's given up 21 hits, 17 of them earned on 32 hits, 11 walks, 18 strikeouts. He's got a 6.04 ERA. 1-2 record with two saves. Sells came in against Alabama in the eighth inning of that game Tuesday night. He went two-thirds of an inning, gave up, uh, gave up a hit, and uh, that was the inning that Alabama scored the five runs. Raiders made two errors in that inning, which didn't help matters any. No. So Sells will pitch with the bases loaded, one out, and the batter is Ryan Guida, the designated hitter who has twice flied to Benson in center field. The pitch to the plate is a strike over the outside corner. Nothing in one. That's a good way to start. Double play ball is what we need here. Outfield straight away. And not too deep. The wind's still blowing out. Ball outside, and the count goes to one and one. Guida has hit four home runs and leads their team and runs batted in with 30. He's got an RBI opportunity here and hits a chopper Jennings stabs it throws to second and did he get him at second I believe he did got somebody at second the run comes in to score Rosario coming in from third and Jennings who is flashing some leather today just made another Outstanding play. That's, That's a fielder's choice and a run batted in for Guida. Score that five to four on the putout for the second out. Well, that runner, you know what happened was that runner at, uh, who had been at second, they ended up with two runners at second base. Is that what it was? That's what it was. It looked a little funny, didn't it? It did, but that's uh, that's. So it is now eight to six. And the pitch to Figueroa is low and that's ball two. I, I suspect that young man is having a discussion about base running <laughs> in the dugout right now. And that's an unforced error. The pitch swung on, ground ball to second, should be out of the inning. Throw goes to second for the force and that's all. So James Sells comes in and shuts the door. Mabry to Coker for the put out on the runner Guida coming down from first base. In the, top of the, fifth for in the inning, three runs. One, two, three, three hits. No errors and they will strand, uh, how many John? Two. Two. 
We are halfway home in this game. It's Middle Tennessee 8, FIU 6 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Raiders leading 8-6. We'll have Gino Ambrose to lead it off. Then Benson, then the top of the order. Christian Santana, second pitcher for FIU, delivers the first pitch, and it is low for ball one. Ambrose has struck out and walked. Takes the pitch high, ball two. Well, this has been a yo-yo type game. (laughs) I told you six runs wasn't going to be enough. Ball three is inside. FIU got one in the first. The Raiders got two. Got a There's ball four inside to Everose, who will draw a leadoff walk. A couple of right-handers throwing in the uh, Panther bullpen. Uh, various stages of getting ready. Each team went down in order in the second inning. FIU got two in the third to go up three to two, but the Raiders came back with three to take a five to three lead. The Raiders added three more in the fourth to go up eight to three, and then FIU came back with three in the fifth to make it eight to six. That's where we stand now. Here's Vincent. Takes the ball inside, and the catcher, Roney, made a good stop. Probably saved him a wild pitch. I think so. One ball, no strikes to Luke. I was uh, I was looking at the runner and out of my corner of the corner. Pitch oh, there's, there's a, a wild pitch. pitch. <laughs> <laughs> was it, nothing he could do to save that one. That was a mile over his head. And that down was, the second goes Evros. Yeah, that was uh, that was Bull Durham wild. Hit the bull. Two balls and no strikes to Luke Benson. Luke is grounded out and popped out to the third baseman. Santana checks the runner at second. Benson takes a strike on the outside corner. Two and one. Luke out of Oakland High School. He's a junior. Now his brother is on the team too, John. Yep. Cade. The 2-1 pitch, swing and a foul out of play. Two and two. Kale, Kale, Kale Benson. Yeah, he's actually, uh, he had a, he's one for three. He's only hit those three at-bats. Had a hit in his first at-bat as a, a Blue Raider. 2-2 the count. 
Swing and a tap. Oh, he got by the catcher. And Abrus is going to scoot to third and Benson. So that's a strikeout and uh, strikes out and gets uh, first pitch. base. So count it, uh, as John said, a strikeout, a wild pitch. Runners at first and third with no outs. Second baseman, number 11, JT. We've had a lot of uh, <laughs> scorebook <laughs> things happen in this game. It's uh, mm. one of those games where you can't keep up with everything. Here we are in the fifth inning, and Mabry's uh, getting his fourth uh, plate appearance. Had a solo home run to lead off the first, singled and scored in the third, walked and scored in the fourth. Working on a perfect day at the plate. Throw to first, runner back. Benson has some speed over there, and FIU has apparently done their homework. They're trying to keep him close. Santana out of the stretch. Runner's not going. The pitch has popped up down the left side. Into left field, the wind's got it. The left fielder on a running wow. catch. The runner will tag at third and come in to score. Dick, he thought he was <laughs> going to catch that in left field, and he ended up catching that. Th he went a long way after he thought he was camped under that ball. So that's going to be a sacrifice fly for yeah. Mabry. That was all the way over into left center field by the time the left fielder caught up with it. Evero scores. To make it nine to six. Benson stayed put at first, and the batter is Brett Coker. So give Mabry another run batted in. That's two today for JT. Pitch to Coker is bunted. Ah. Foul back to the screen. Didn't get it down. One strike to count. And he had the third baseman back. Third baseman still back. Another throw to first. Benson back. Yeah, just one strike. Yeah, if they wanted to play sacrifice, they could do that. Or he could bu uh, be bunting for a single. Runner goes, the pitch is low, and there's no throw. Benson will get a stolen base. Be his fourth of the season. Not bad after for a strikeout to be on second base. Scoring position, just one out. And now a 1-1 count to Brett Coker. Coker's had a perfect day at the plate. Scored three runs. Swings and misses, and the count goes to one and two. He followed Mabry with a solo home run in the first inning, was hit by a pitch and scored in the third, and then singled and scored in the fourth. A ball and two strikes. Benson leads from second. Santana with the pitch. Swung on, driven to left field, a base hit. Benson turns at third. He's going to come home. The throw will come back into second base, and it is a 10-6 Raider lead. Coker with a perfect day at the plate, drives in a run. As Luke Benson scores. Had, he looked bad on that, uh, that second strike. Didn't let it phase him, came back good. 
natural swing. You know, just easy swing. Here is Jeremiah Boyd. Got that ball over the third baseman's head into left field, and now we're up by four again. Still just one out. Coker at first. Boyd, there's a pitch in the dirt all the way back to the screen. And, boy, that young catcher's had a workout today, hasn't he? Boy, he sure has. That's another wild pitch. That's the third charge to Santana and the fifth charge to FIU pitchers. So Coker is at second with a ball one count to Boyd. Just one out. And the right-hander delivers, and Boyd fouls it to the screen. One ball, one strike. Boy, this weather is, John. I want to go ahead and get this inning in the books. Boy, you got that right. Both of the, all the outfielders are playing very, very good. goes, the throw to third. Got him. And Coker's thrown out trying to steal third. That will go two to five. Catcher to the third baseman covering. That's an out stealing for the second out in the inning. I don't understand why you do that. You can score from second on a hit just as well as you he, can from third. That's can't. exactly right. Count two and one to Boyd. Skies this one foul out of play to the right. Left fielder playing very deep for Jeremiah, as is the right fielder. Pitches inside, he ducked away from that one. Three balls, two strikes. Raiders have plated two more in the fifth. It is 10 to six. Popped up. Is that going to stay fair? I think the wind's going to take care of that one. Blow it oh, out of wow. play. It looked like it was just barely going to get over the fence into the back behind the fence down the right field line and ended up going a long way foul. That wind is just still howling. Here's Santana's pitch high inside, and he walked him. So Boyd down at first. That's the second walk given up by Santana, both in this inning. And the batter is Briggs Rudder. He's had a perfect day. Been safe on an arrow, walked, and single. Santana with the pitch, grounded foul past third. Raiders came into this game hitting 311 as a team. That's second in Conference USA and in the top 30 in the country as far as team batting average. The pitch, swing and a miss. Mm. Two strikes on Rudder. And the slider down and away. Boyd, the runner at first with two down here in the fifth. Throw to first. Runner back. Christian Santana, the second 
pitcher used by the Panthers today. Ready to work. And a swing and a miss struck him out. Runner down on strikes, and that's all in the fifth. Raiders come up with two more runs. Two runs on one hit. One man left. And we have completed five full innings of play. It is now an official game. Middle Tennessee 10, FIU 6 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit willfraleylaw.com or call 615-410-7290. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Right, here we go into the sixth inning. The Raiders have used three pitchers today. FIU has used two. And James Sells on the mound came in in the top of the fifth and got the last two batters after the Panthers had put, put up three. He'll face the bottom three in the order in Wallen, Roney, and Crevedo. And Sells with the first pitch outside, ball one to Henry Wallen. He has struck out and grounded out, 0 for 2. Right-hander deals and a strike called, one ball, one strike. Ball hit up the middle, that is a base hit. Wallen straight away into center field for his first hit of the game. That's the first hit given up by the Sells. Here is Brendan Roney, the catcher who is grounded out and then in the fifth inning, he drew a walk and came around to score. They've got six hits. Four of them have been like that one. Just straight back up the middle. Pitches a strike call to Roney. Nothing in one. If you're playing slow pitch softball and had a short fielder, you'd put him right, by, uh, right behind second base, wouldn't you? Strike call. Yes, you would. 0-2 the count. Sells out of the stretch. Strike three. Oh, ball. nice breaking ball. Wow. That broke it right in over the inside corner and caught him looking. That is out number one. And the batter will be 
Quavedo, who has walked and scored, singled and scored. He is the number nine hitter. I think you're generally supposed to get the number nine hitter out, aren't you, John? Uh, it's, uh, that's the book. There's a ball just outside. One ball, no strikes. Runner at first, one out. Raiders leading 10 to 6. We're in the top of the sixth inning. There's a strike. And the count goes to 1 and 1. Patrick Johnson throwing uh, casually, I guess you'd call that, down in the Raider bullpen. Just getting loose. Yeah. A ball and a strike. Pitches. Well, this inside the, ball too. This is the kind of ball game that could get away from you in a hurry. If uh, so, I, I think it's it's wise to have uh, some backup going in the bullpen so that you don't let uh, don't have to wait too long to make a change. Two balls, one strike to the Panther shortstop Quavedo. Sells pitch. That's right in there for a strike call. Letter high fastball. Two and two. Infield shortened up for this guy. He's uh, apparently not thought of as a power hitter. Well, the, both, of, both of the middle infielders are two or three steps in from the grass. There's ball three. They're pitching to him like he's Aaron Judge. I guess, or Hank Aaron. Three balls, two strikes. The runner goes. Ball four is outside, uh, and runners are at first and second. Oh, you hate that. That's first walk given up by Sells. Speaking of Judge, did you see what he, what he did yesterday? No, I did not. First swing of the season. <laughs> Not the first at bat, the yeah. first swing. Wow. Went deep. That's amazing. First and second one out. Here's Rosario. Bouncing ball. Short hop. Mabry, nice pickup. Throw to second out. Throw to first. Safe. Bang, bang, play at first. And I think our coach uh, disagrees with that call. Jerry Myers out of the dugout. First base umpire is going to meet him halfway down the first baseline. So, I think Corvado is out at second. That's a nice pickup by Mabry called yeah. a short hop. I think they got the call right at first. And then Coker relayed it over to DJ at first, trying to get the twin killing. Wallen, meanwhile, is standing at third base. Yeah. And Rosario is at first. That'll be a fielder's choice. I just I, I can't disagree with that uh, call at first base. I thought he was safe as well. First, it just took too long to develop. Uh, that ball was not hit as hard to Mabry as uh, as it would have needed to be to be a real double play ball. First and third with two outs. Carpio, the batter, takes ball one low. One ball, no strikes. He had a. Single his last time up, one out of three. Got a chance to get out of this, though. Sells with the pitch. 
One hop, Mabry, nice stop. Fires to first and the inning is over. Well, last inning, it was Jennings inning to shine. And in the sixth inning, it's JT Mabry's time to show a little leather. He makes a couple of great plays. Throws out Carpio to end the sixth. And in the inning, no runs. There was one hit and two men left. We'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Middle Tennessee, 10, FIU 6 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WTNS. We go to the, what it is, this? bottom of the sixth inning. Seems like we've been here longer than that, John. Well, we're, we've had some interesting uh, innings, some very productive innings. But uh, here's Jackson Galloway to lead it off for the Raiders. Galloway, Wright, and Jennings here in the sixth. And Jackson swings and misses on the first pitch. Pitch clock only means something if you can control the number of pitches that have to be thrown. One strike to count. Santana pitching out of the stretch. Breaking ball just missed inside. One and one. Galloway today has struck out, singled, and laid down a nice sacrifice bunt. Put a couple of runners in the scoring position. The 1-1, one, one, one inside for ball two. Two balls and a strike. Jaden Ham scheduled to start tomorrow's game. That's a three o'clock Saturday afternoon game. Pitch has popped up. Let's see what the wind does with this one. Shortstop <laughs> moving around and he's gonna stay with it and make the catch Four out number one. So three o'clock tomorrow afternoon, and then the Sunday game has been moved up an hour to 12 noon, and that is to allow uh, FIU a little bit more time to- They've got to catch a plane. Get to the airport, yes. You know how that works. One out in the sixth. Here's DJ Wright. He has driven in two runs right at me, right? And hit the screen, thank goodness. Coming right. Between my eyes, one strike to count. DJ has grounded out and has had two sacrifice flies. There's a line drive in the left center. Nobody's going to get that one. Left fielder will pick it up on two hops, and DJ has his first hit of the game. And for the Raiders, 
that 10? That's what I'm showing. I, I think that's right. 10 hits. Are you talking about that foul ball coming right after, uh, at you? I got a, a text message last week from my cousin's wife, and it was a picture of the the base, the Tyler O'Neill foul ball that he had caught. And he, that was compensated, though, by the uh, three hours that he spent in urgent care getting the five stitches in his hand. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What? One runner on now with one out. You know, that baseball is, is hard. Jennings, the batter, takes the pitch inside ball one. There's a reason we used to call it a hard ball, isn't it? Yep. Does anybody still call it a hard ball? Going to play, go play hard ball. Throw to first, runner back. Raiders leading 10 to 6, batting in the bottom of the sixth inning with a runner at first and one out. For Gabe Jennings. Well, you'd like to tack on a few more runs there, wouldn't you, Dick? Gabe has been outstanding at third base today. Does not have a hit yet, but he has saved some runs with his play at third base, particularly back in the fifth inning. Boy, that was, like you said, that was a put a star by it play. Ball hit in the air, right center. Everybody coming, the right fielder coming. He is going to call and uh, call it and make the catch for out number two. So with two outs, Gino Evros will step to the plate. He has struck out, walked twice. Number one, Gino Evros. FIU is playing all these outfielders deep on just about every hitter. Respecting that wind that's blowing out. Well, I think the right fielder particularly needs to do that. I'm not so sure that the left fielder needs to do that. Santana comes set, throws to first. And now the pitch is taken for strike one. Major League Baseball had every team play yesterday. That day, I think that's first time in history. First time, I think they said since 1962 that that had happened. And 62 was uh, an expansion year for the National League. That's the year they added Houston and uh, the Mets. There's Avros hits it high in the air to left field. The center field is moving over into left center, and he will take it for out number three. So that is all in the sixth. No runs, one hit, one left for the Raiders. And after six, Middle Tennessee, ten runs, ten hits, no errors. FIU, six runs, six hits, one error. Raiders lead it ten to six as we go to the seventh inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. Go to the top of the seventh inning. Dante Girardi leads it off, takes the first pitch from James Sells. It's in for a strike. Nothing in one to Girardi leading off for FIU. This pitch drilled to left field. Galloway back and will make a catch moving toward the line. Didn't get it that high up in the air. Yeah. And that that's was probably it. a good thing. Absolutely. That, you definitely call that a line drive. And it's one of those that, uh, like Dick said, if it uh, had gotten up in the wind, it would have been an would have been an adventure. So one out in the seventh. Here is Sanchez, center fielder. Sells with the pitch and laid it right in there for a strike. Well, you like to see him throw strike one, don't you? Absolutely. One out. You're in the seventh inning. I also like to see him get that leadoff hitter. Sells with the pitch. Missed inside with that one. One ball, one strike. We've walked the leadoff hitter twice in this ball game. And the leadoff hitter has scored in both cases. Swung on and fouled over in front of the Blue Raider dugout down the first base side. One and two. And they're going to, now with two outs, they're going to put a shift on. Send the third baseman over on the right side of the infield. Count of one and two to Sanchez. Sells with the one-two pitch. Swung on and fouled out of play. He was wanting to go opposite field. Well, he's got the whole left side <laughs> of the infield to, to play with. Yeah, he sure does. And a big hole in left center. Yeah, they've... Uh, there's the ball hit right up the middle, backhanded by Jennings. He'll throw to first and got away from DJ. The uh, yeah, I see the baseball now. He was going to be safe anyway, I think. It was close. So Jennings, the third baseman, was playing over to the right of second. Let's score that an infield hit. I think you got to. 
Sanchez. If he's not playing in that shift, that's going to go up the middle for a base hit. Looks like uh, they're sending the trainer out to look at to look at Sanchez. He might have pulled something running down the oh, first gosh. base. Um, Plate umpire will use this opportunity to get a new supply of baseballs from the dugout. Matter will be Guida with a runner at first and one out. We just don't know which runner it will be. If Sanchez is able to stay in. Honey, he looks like he's running okay. Jogging a little bit out there. I think he's going to stay in. <coughs> so Guida, who has flied to center twice and hit into a fielder's choice, will be the batter. Designated hitter number 39, Ryan Guida. He's the DH. The pitch to the plate is high, uh, ball uh, one. Had to duck under that one. Yeah. Guida played his first season at Stetson. That's in Florida in 2021. Last year he was at Indian River State College where he hit 341. There's a swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. So this is his third team in three years. Runner at first, one out for Guida. Patrick Johnson working in the Raider bullpen. Pitches outside, ball two, two and one. Ten to six, the Raiders leading. We are in the seventh. Three teams in three years. That sounds like uh, you'd call him a journeyman, wouldn't you? <laughs> yes. There's ball three. That was over but low. Yeah, there are minor league free agents that will end up playing in three organizations in three years. Three balls and a strike, the pitch. Ground ball outside the line at third. Jennings able to get a glove on it, slow it down. They run the count to three and two now to Ryan Guida. Raiders glad to be back home after five straight on the road. Runner goes, pitches line in the left field for a base hit. Sanchez was running on the pitch. He has to stop at second. Ball quickly back in by Galloway and two straight hits to after the first batter retired here in the seventh. That is hit number three off James Sells. First and second, one out. Raiders get the bullpen going again. That's probably Johnson. That is there. Patrick Johnson out there throwing. Here's Figueroa. Left-handed hitter takes the pitch outside for ball one. Well, Sells came in with just one out. In, back in the fifth inning, so he's uh, he's really into his third inning of work here. Ground ball to second. Mabry to Coker for one, to first for two. That is a double play to end the inning, and it will go four, six, three. 
So Sells gets the double play ball. Mabry another good stop at second base. And in the inning, no runs, two hits, and one left. It's seventh inning stretch time here at the ballpark. And we'll be back with more Blue Raider baseball after this on the Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Here we go to the bottom half of inning number seven. Raiders leading 10 to six. Lightning's locker room powered by textbook brokers is the place to get your Blue Raider gear. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or at their Greenland Drive location. Lightning's locker room, the official game day provider Provided by, powered by textbook brokers. Christian well, this Santana is the, still out there. Santana's still out there, and uh, the Raiders will have the number nine hitter and then the top of the batting order to face him in the seventh inning. This is the last day of March, John. Isn't that amazing? And it appears that March is going to go out like a lion. <laughs> if that weather they're predicting comes in tonight. I, I see what the, they're saying. They always say if it comes in like a lamb, it'll go out like a lion. And uh-huh. It's going to go out like a lion. I don't remember how it came in. Here's Vinson. Swung on, bouncing ball up the middle. That's a base hit. Between the second baseman, Girardi, and the bag. Luke Vinson on the first pitch, singles to center. That's his first hit today. And the fifth hit off Santana. Well, he stole a base off of Santana back in the uh, fifth inning. Reached actually on a strikeout and a wild pitch. Here's JT Mabry. Got us off to a good start with a home run as the leadoff batter. The runner goes, throw to second, is in time. That was a high throw. It looked like Vincent got a late start to me. Yeah, he, he was reacting to that high pitch. So that will go as an out stealing, and hmm. count is ball one to Mabry. And now ball two is low, two and oh. Home run, single, walk, sacrifice, fly. Pretty good day for the Raiders second baseman. The pitch. 
ground, foul pass third. Count goes to two and one on JT. A native of Chesterfield, Missouri. That's in the St. Louis area. Yeah, that's out in West County. Pitches inside, ball three. Three and one. In our pregame interview, he said he was accustomed to this kind of weather. Oh, gosh. Living out in the Midwest. Let me tell you what uh, opening day in St. Louis can look like. There's a the ball hit to straightaway center field. Center fielder's going back over into right center. And we'll take it for out number two. Two up, two down in the seventh. Here is Brett Coker. I think it was 57 in St. Louis yesterday at 3 o'clock, 10 minutes after 3 for opening day. Coker's had a day. Santana with the pitch. Coker takes it low for ball one. Solo home run in the first, hit by a pitch and scored in the third, singled and scored in the fourth, singled again in the fifth. Three hits today, three runs scored. Pitch comes in high for ball two. Coker was hitting 385 coming into the game. That's going to push him up toward that yeah, 400 he's, mark. He's up to 404 now. Here's the pitch. Swung on, popped up in the infield. Figueroa says he's got it. The first baseman will take it for out number three. And that is all a quick one, two, three, seventh inning for the Raiders. Down in order, nothing across. We have completed seven full innings. Middle Tennessee 10, FIU 6 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. We'll go to the eighth inning. The Raiders leading 10 to 6. Be the bottom third of the FIU order to face James Sells. Sells has gone two and two thirds, has not allowed a run. And we'll uh, pitch to this left handed hitter. Wallen, who's one for three. And hits the ball into center field. Benson is over. He's going to have to play it on the hop. Second hit for Wallen. Second hit to center field. How would you call that left center? Yeah, it was a little bit in the left center. 
So now, with nobody out, the batter is a pinch hitter, John. You have to get your glasses out. All right. That's number 10. Oh, we all know who that is. That's Brian. Loriga. Loriga, a right-handed batter, hitting for Roney. First pitch to him is a strike. Roney had grounded out, struck out, and walked. Runner at first, nobody out. Sales of the pitch, misses inside, one and one. Lorigas, 5'10", 200-pound sophomore from Hialeah, Florida. He's listed as an infielder. And hits a ball in the left field. Galloway's chasing it, not going to get it. It's off the wall. Throw coming in and no play at first or, or at second or third. Runners will be at first and third with no outs. That ball, it went a long way to be just a single. Well, Galloway got it back in in a hurry. And he sure did. And it, it got out there in a hurry. Uh, just barely, bounced off the wall just barely to the left of the 365 sign in the power alley. So first and third, no outs. And Quevedo, the shortstop, will bat. Infield double play depth. Pitches outside for ball one. Lights finally starting to take effect. Here's Sell's pitch, and it's in there for a strike, one and one. It was really dark out there for a couple of innings. Galloway and left, Vincent and center both shorten up for this left-handed batter who's had a single and has walked twice. Strike called at the knees. One ball, two strikes to Quevedo. We've got dark clouds moving in, John. Weather Bureau is uh, I swing oh. and a miss. Struck him out. That's a big first out for Sells. They don't call it the, the Weather Bureau anymore. National Weather Service uh, has issued a tornado warning for Middle Tennessee, including Rutherford County. Went into effect at 5.55, in effect until 1 o'clock tomorrow morning. One out, first and third. The pitch to Rosario is low for ball one. And this is a guy, John, you need to get because he is there. He's been there tough out today. Yep. And we're going to have some kind of a change here. Coach Myers went to the umpire first and now is going to the mound. And is going to talk to Sells and has not made uh, a signal to the bullpen yet. Yeah. 
We've got first and third, one out. And a ball one count to Rosario. We got any left-handers throwing down there, John? No, sir. Sells is going to stay in. I think Vincent is on the roster as a, a left-handed pitcher. Jake Cothran has uh, done some throwing. As a, he's a left-hander. We don't have that many left-handed pitchers. No, nor left-handed hitters. <laughs> yeah. For that matter. Cole Torbett, he's uh, thrown uh, a little bit. Pitches outside, ball two to Rosario. Cothran has usually been the, the go-to left-hander out of the bullpen. Sells come set. Strike on the outside corner, two and one. Isn't that amazing how Coach Meyer can go out there and and the pitcher all of a sudden remembers how to throw strikes. Runners lead at the corners. Ground foul over by the Blue Raider dugout, two and two. This is a guy that has hurt us with a home run, a double, a single. He scored three runs. We have gotten him one time, three out of four. Two balls, two strikes. Sells come set, and the pitch fouled away. We'll do it again. Spoiled a pretty good pitch. Here's the 2-2 again. Fouled away again. John, my phone says a tornado watch, not a warning. There's a difference. There is. Did I say warning? Yes. Because my phone says watch, too. Yeah, tornado <laughs> watch. Yeah. Tornado watch. Didn't mean to scare anybody. Just be careful. There's ball three. Mm. Three and two to Rosario. I have a feeling that we'll be seeing that uh, right-hander in the bullpen if we don't get this Runner guy. does not go, and the ball's hit into center field. Running catch by Benson. The runner tags. He'll come in to score, but you'd almost take that to get this guy out. Well, you sure would. That's a good play by Benson. Yeah, that ball was a line drive, sinking in a hurry. Made a good play on it. Had to almost go down to one knee, didn't yep, it? sure did. Wallen came in to score after the catch to make it 10 to seven. Now there are two outs. Runner still at first for Carpio, who's one out of four, left-handed hitter. Hits one in the air to right center field. Coming on is the right fielder. Evros will make the catch. And that's going to retire the side in the eighth inning. So for the Panthers, a run, two hits, and one left. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Middle Tennessee 10, FIU 7 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We'll go to the eighth inning. The Raiders leading 10 to 7. A new pitcher and a new catcher for FIU. The new pitcher is Brian Pezos, a left hander. And the new catcher is Nick Patelli. And you got some numbers on Pezos? I sure do. He's making his eighth appearance all in relief. Thrown 15 and two-thirds innings, giving up 10 runs, all earned on 17 hits, seven walks, 12 strikeouts, uh, 5.74 ERA, a 1-0 record. Opponents hitting 308 against Pezos. And Patelli is the new catcher for Roney. They pitch hit for Roney in the previous inning. For the Raiders, Jeremiah Boyd will lead it off. Boyd, Rudder, and Galloway, 3-4-5 up here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Wouldn't hurt to have another run or two. Pitches inside and low, ball one. Those clouds are really moving now. Boy, they are. Strike called. Earlier today, it was uh, reported the biggest threat for bad weather was between 9 and midnight. And they've already issued a tornado watch. Boyd swung at that pitch, and it's 1 and 2. I tell you, tonight's going to be a good night to be at home and not at the ballpark. Uh, Strike 3. Boyd tried to hold up and is rung up by the first base umpire, and I think that was a good call. One out. Here is Briggs Rudder. Rudder has been safe on an arrow, walked, singled, and struck out. And drives this one to the shortstop. Ovedio with the throw to first in time. Quickly, two up and two down in the eighth inning. Jackson Galloway will stroll to the plate. And he is just strolling, isn't he? (laughs) Giving his pitcher a little more time to rest. Two quick outs here in the eighth inning. You don't get as much time to give that pitcher a rest, though, as you used to. Pitch is high for ball one.
Callaway has a single tonight, or today. Ball two is inside, 2-0. Oh. And took ball three. Three balls, no strikes. Well, that's one of the ways that you can uh, legitimately get your pitcher a little more rest. And ball four almost hit him. Yeah. So that will be a four-pitch walk to Galloway. That almost got him in the foot. And with two outs, the batter is D.J. Wright. D.J.'s had two sacrifice flies in the game. Just grounded out and single to left. So he's officially one out of two with two RBIs. Throw to first, and back in there is Galloway. Left-hander delivers. Ball hit to right field, and deep right fielder on the track will leap up against the wall wow. and take one away from D.J. Wright. That uh, was a good play by their right fielder, Rosario. It definitely looked like it had a chance, Dick. That's all in the eighth. No runs, no hits. One man left. We will go to the ninth. Raiders leading 10-7 to here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. Is that the sound of an ooey, gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously, but as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Top half of the ninth inning, three, four, five hitters scheduled for FIU. Raiders have made one change in the outfield. Eston Snyder has come on to play right field. James Sells will work here in the ninth to Dante Girardi. Girardi looking for his first hit. And we'll take the first pitch for strike one. Girardi has flied out twice, lined out on a great catch by Jennings at third, and flied out again and drove in a run with a sacrifice fly. So there's a strike call. So everything he has hit has been in the air. Two strikes now to the leadoff man. In the ninth inning, Raiders with a three-run lead. Sells with a pitch ball outside. One and two. 
Outfield just about straight away. Snyder very deep in right field. And the wind's blowing out that way. All two is outside. Sells his pitching. The pitch count is uh, starting to accumulate him on him. Up to 54 pitches now. Two balls, two strikes, working in his, what, fifth inning, I think. Yeah. He came on uh, with just one out in the fifth. And struck him out swinging. Girardi down on strikes to open the ninth inning. Good start for the ninth for James Sells. Here is Sanchez. Sanchez has walked twice. He's grounded out and singled, so one out of two. Sells pitch, misses outside, popped out of rudder's mitt. One ball, no strikes. And the right-hander delivers outside for ball two. Two and oh. Left-handers usually hit uh, sells pretty well. There's a ball driven into right field for a hit. Sanchez with his second hit of the game. And the sixth hit given up by Sells. And Guida will be the batter. Guida has a single in four trips. Runner leads from first, and the pitch is a strike on the inside corner. They haven't had a lead since the third inning, right? I think, that's, that, I think that's right, they yes. They were leading us 3-2, and then we came back in the bottom and trying to figure out who they're going to give the win here to if, if we can get the 26th and 27th out. Ground ball up the middle. That's another hit. That's going to bring the tying run to the plate. Yeah. Maybe I'm speaking too quickly. That's the 12th hit for FIU. They've now out hit the Raiders 12 to 11, but the Raiders with a 10 to 7 lead. And with Figueroa coming up, he hit into a double play back in the seventh. We would love to see him duplicate that. The pitch to the plate misses outside, ball one. Sells got the first batter on a strikeout, but then back-to-back -back singles by Sanchez and Guida. And the pitch to Figueroa, same spot, outside, ball two. We have not been getting that outside corner call all day, and that's one of the things you can say about this umpire. He has been consistent with his strike zone. And it's been tight. The pitch. Ball three is outside, mm. just about the same spot. Yeah. Three balls and no strikes. And that's a pitch that you sometimes get the call on. Sells with the 3-0 and laid it right in there for a strike. Had to figure he was going to be taking that pitch. Three and one. Nine. 
The 3-1 pitch, grounded to second. Mabry to Coker for one, to first for two, and the game is over. The throw pulled DJ right off the base, but he made a swipe tag on the batter coming down the line, and the game ends with a 4-6-3 double play. The second of the game for the Raiders, and they won it by a score of 10-7 over FIU. So that's a nice way to end the game, John. Pitcher's best friend, and uh, we were worried about that. You always worry about that 27th out, but before you get the 27th, you got to get the 26th. Nothing wrong with getting them on the same play. No runs, two hits, one left. Vital score, Middle Tennessee 10, FIU 7. Raiders improved to 12 and 13 on the year. They are now 3 and 4 in Conference USA. FIU drops to 13 and 14 on the season. They are 2 and 5 in conference play. The Raiders pick up a 10 to 7 win in the first game of this three-game series. We'll take a break. Back with our post-game show after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
The Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee or along the Gulf Coast a second home or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process. 615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamont Associates. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go to the stadium. Here's Dick Palmer. Thank you. Welcome back. Welcome into our postgame show as the Raiders win by a score of 10-7 to over FIU as uh, – this was the 52nd meeting between these two in college baseball, and the Raiders now have a 27-25 to 25 edge in a series that's been very close. It sure has. And, uh, uh, you know, this one, 10-7, uh, they put the, the tie and run at the plate late in the ball game. So it, uh, it took all – all nine innings to get this one won. Raiders ended it with a double play, their second double play of the game, and it was the same batter, Figueroa, who hit into both of the twin killings. FIU got off uh, to a good start. Their leadoff batter, Rosario, hit a solo home run as the first batter of the game uh, to put them up one to nothing as uh, Blue Raider starter Bryant Baranek uh, Got out of the first inning after that home run without any further trouble. Pitched uh, the good, uh, pitched a good second inning. Raiders came back in the bottom of the first. Back-to-back home runs by the first two hitters, J.T. Mabry and Brett Coker, and that made it a two-to-one game after one inning. Both teams down in order in the second. In the third, FIU picked up a couple of runs off Baranek for a three-to-two lead. And that was to be their their last lead of the game. The Raiders came back with three in the third inning uh, to take a 5-2 to two lead, added three more in the fourth to make it 8-3. Uh, to three. But FIU came back with three in the fifth. That made it in, uh, where that? am I now, 8-6. Eight, eight six. Eight six. The Raiders got two in the bottom of the fifth inning to make it 10-6. to six. And it was that way until uh, we went to the eighth when FIU pushed across uh, one run to make it 10-7, to but the Raiders were able to hang on. And I thought James Sales came in. He was the third pitcher and really closed it out in good style. Yeah, he gets uh, the save, uh, his third save of the year. He ended up going four and two-thirds, which is a pretty good, uh, pretty good outing. That's what he's been uh, used for is that long relief. And you feel awfully glad that you got a kid that can come in and uh, and do almost five innings for you. Uh, means we probably won't have him uh, for Saturday or Sunday. But uh, what we needed was a win tonight. Only gives up one run uh, in that four and two thirds. So you know you got to like that. They give the win to Justin Lee, and Sells uh, will get a save. I guess that's a scorer's decision. I kind of thought that uh, Sells might get the win. Well, Sells, uh, yeah. Uh, Although he had a lead coming in. That's right. And Kabarkas, the starter for FIU, the left-hander, 
took the loss. Uh, he worked the first three innings. They also used three pitchers in the game. We're going to go down to the field in just a moment and get some uh, comments from the Blue Raider head coach, uh, Jerry Myers, on the uh, win today. Anytime you win the first game of the series, John, it gives you a chance. Not only does it give you a chance to win the series, it gives you a chance to sweep. If That's you can right. Put together a couple more. Well, and you're going to, if you can just win one of the next two, you're going to win the series. And JT Mabry was talking about that with you in the pregame interview. We've got to start winning some series. And you you can't go get swept. We're not going to get swept this weekend. We know that's so. Old South Properties. Yep. Old South Properties home runs today by JT Mabry and Brett Coker, and they came back-to-back in the bottom of the first inning. We'll take a break, and we'll be back with more as the postgame show continues on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850, and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850, and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at murfreesboropost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. 
That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Welcome back into our postgame show as the Raiders win the opening game of this series by a score of 10 to 7. And we're waiting for uh, Coach Myers to come out. Uh, Austin Pert down on the field. We'll be uh, talking to him shortly. Now, remember, because uh, the Raiders got a hit in the fourth inning, you win, uh, have the opportunity to win a Wendy's single cheeseburger. Text the word single to 83200, and in return you'll receive a coupon for a free Dave's single cheeseburger. Your coupon may be redeemed at any Murfreesboro or Smyrna location. Uh, in the ball game, the Raiders got uh, two home runs back-to-back by J.T. Mabry and Brett Coker. Old South Properties home runs. It's time to go home. Old South Properties, Tennessee's favorite home builder, an official home builder of Middle Tennessee, is our home run sponsor this season. The Raiders uh, also picked up three strikeouts in the game. Five strikeouts. Oh, five. Yeah, three and two is five. They're sponsored <laughs> by First Vision Bank, a proud partner of MTSU Athletics and the official strikeout partner this season. Don't strike out on your banking services. Go to First Vision Bank, providing more power to your business. Austin Pert is down on the field with the Blue Raider head coach, Jerry Myers, and we go ahead and uh, send it down there to Austin in just a minute when they get uh, lined up. All right, I'm here. I'm here with head coach Jerry Myers after today's 10-7 win over FIU to open the series. Coach, last several games, bats were going in spurts, but tonight they seem to be consistently, you know, inning by inning, uh, were on. Uh, any sort of change, or was it just better execution tonight? Uh, uh, Coach Nick, uh, he uh, had, had these guys ready to face the starter who's been really good at times. He's had 40, 40 punch outs in 27 innings and didn't walk too many. So, um, you know, trying to give him a good visual like, like we always do, but it was a, um, it was a, a well-executed uh, kind of game plan against him early on, especially with the wind blowing like it is, just trying to not do too much, but try to uh, make that guy work a little bit. And obviously uh, they hit a solo shot and then we came back and, and answered right away. That was big. Um, and, I, and a lot of things in that game were uh, uh, played into us having a chance to win it, not just uh, you know consistently tacking on some more after we scored. That was a big part of it, but uh, we played really good defense as well. Yeah, so Baranek gets a good three innings to open the game up, and then you go to your bullpen a little bit early tonight. Sells comes in with the long uh, outing, long save. Um, obviously, there were times FIU looked like they were putting some pressure, getting some pressure going. Um, what does it say about your guys situationally to be able to hold them to one run if the bases are loaded or you know limit the damage? 
you just got to execute pitches in any situation, whether there's no one on or whether the bases are loaded or whatever it is. You got you got to have the guys out there that can can consistently execute their pitches, and Sales uh, typically can do that. And when he gets out of the, you know gets in a rut or gets out of a groove a little bit, uh, he can he can a lot of times recoup and, and get back to that that spot. And uh, so we have we have some trust in him, and uh, uh, he wanted the ball in his hands and wanted wanted to keep going and. Uh, uh, as long as he was getting some outs and we were playing defense, uh, we were hoping with the sink that he gets on his on his pitches too that they would keep the ball on the ground a little bit more instead of up in the wind. And then finally, Jaden Ham set to go tomorrow. Arguably the team's ace. What's it mean to have him out on a Saturday? Well, I mean, it means a lot. I mean, if you know, you're only as good as the next day's pitcher, or whatever the momentum uh, phrase is, the old saying that tomorrow's starting pitcher is uh, is uh, a guy that we have a lot of trust in, and, and uh, you know, we uh, we know he has to uh, come out and do what he does, but uh, he's going to compete and give us all he has, and so you know, that's a good feeling. But you know, it's only going to give us so much. We've got to come out with a good approach all the way around, offensively. We've got to keep playing defense and. Uh, you know, Jaden has to be consistent in the zone and uh, let his stuff work for him. Perfect. This is head coach Jerry Myers. Thank you for listening to today's game. See you tomorrow at 4 p.m. All right. Thank you, Austin. Thanks to uh, Coach Myers for his postgame comments. And, uh, John, the Raiders with a 10-7 to win as uh, they open up uh, the first game of this series uh, on a good note. Well, that's uh, what you want to do. And uh... – uh, looking at the, are we ready to do numbers or are we going to yeah, take a break? Yeah, let's do numbers. Okay, uh, here the uh, the important number is that uh, that uh, Middle Tennessee ten, FIU seven, and of course the Raiders improved to. Um, let's see, what do we improved to? Twelve and twelve and thirteen. Twelve and thirteen, right? Uh, and three, and more importantly, three and four in the conference. Uh, FIU drops to 13 and 14, and uh, they are now two and five, so they're a game behind us. Um, looking at, uh, uh, they get 12 hits, we get 11. Uh, Mike Rosario, we had a lot of trouble with them. The, that leadoff hitter uh, ends up with three hits, scores three times, drives in two. Uh, and then the third baseman, Henry Wallen, had a good afternoon. He goes two for four. Over on the Raiders side, uh, boy, you look down the first six hitters in our lineup, uh, all have at least one hit. Uh, Mabry, a couple of uh, couple of hits. Uh, Brett Coker, a good day, three for four with two RBI. Jeremiah Boyd, two for four with two RBI. Um, and then uh, Luke Vinson down at the bottom, one for four. So uh, the hit, the the hits got spread around pretty well. Looking at the pitching uh, uh, for the uh, FIU Panthers, Ryan Kabarkas starts. He goes three-plus innings. Ends up being charged with seven runs. Some of those were uh, scored after he was already gone from the game. Gives up six hits, walks three, strikes out two. And he hit a batter. Uh, Christian Santana went four innings, gave up three runs from five hits, two walks, two strikeouts. Wild pitches hurt him. And then Brian Pezos comes on, throws uh, uh, the uh, eighth inning, uh, no hits, one walk, one strikeout. For the Raiders, Brian Baranek gets the start. The freshman uh, threw three innings, gave up uh, three runs 
on two hits, two walks, one strikeout. One of those walks really hurt him. That was a leadoff walk in the third inning that came around to score. Justin Lee, an inning and a third, had a really nice fourth inning, came in and retired the uh, Panthers in order. Had a little bit of trouble uh, when he got into that, uh, what was it, uh, the fifth inning, but uh, and so was charged with three runs on three hits, two walks, and a strikeout. But James Sells came in, shut the door in that uh, fifth inning, and then four more innings. Gives up just one run in, in four and two-thirds. That's not a bad performance. If you're going to go four and two-thirds and only give up one. Gives up seven hits, walks one, strikes out three. He gets the save, Justin Lee, the win. Well, two and one for Justin Lee. Say, uh, sells his third save. Ryan uh, Kabarkas, the loser, he is now 0-3. Final line score. 7-12-1, and, and uh, seven men left on base for FIU. 10-11-0, and, oh, and eight left for Middle Tennessee. We played it in two hours and 35 minutes. Okay, and uh, the Raiders uh, will go for win number two in the series tomorrow. That's a 3 o'clock start. We'll be on the air with our pregame show at 245. Hope all of you will uh, take precautions tonight now because we do have bad weather coming in. We are now under a tornado watch until I think 1 o'clock uh, and uh, keep uh, keep in tune to your weather stations and and your uh, keep your uh, uh, your phones uh, handy and charged up in case there are any serious weather related incidents tonight. But it's all supposed to clear out tomorrow, John, and be be sunny and nice for the game. And we're playing at 3 o'clock. I can't wait. 3 o'clock and 2.45 for our pregame show. It's going to wrap it up from the press box here. Jackson Smith has been our studio producer. For John Callow, this is Dick Palmer. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you tomorrow afternoon with more Blue Raider baseball from Learfield. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.